0: No, you're not alone. Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. News
1: radio 840 WHAS Good Sunday morning, Bob Sicola, Louisville Real Estate Show with you until the top of the hour. Joining us on today's show, we've got the very fabulous Chuck. Crosby. I was going to go for mellifluous, but it just went to fabulous. Uh, you can reach Chuck at the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Also, Randy Rocky is backed by popular demand. He's over at uh, Swan Financial. Does a great job getting loans uh, put to get ready to close and over to Chuck. And that number for Randy is 645-0736. And you can reach me, Bob Sekoler, um anytime three seven six five four eight three we'd love to help you get ready set and um on the market call me email me uh, bob at weselllouisville.com or you can also reach out to me at uh, bobsellmyhome.com just go on there and fill out the forms or sellmyhomebob.com it takes you to the same place so in the news depleted stretched and disheartened that's how a lot of home shoppers who've lost home bids after bids over the past year are feeling these days when it comes to timing they've certainly gotten the short end of the stick over the past 12 months u.s home prices are up 18.8 percent that's an average uptick larger than any 12-month period leading up to the 2008 housing crash but now, Randy, Chuck, and everybody else, listen to this carefully. The next crop of home buyers, the people who have not purchased as of yet, might have it even worse. Recently, Zillow released its latest forecast. The home listing site Zillow now predicting that the year-over-year rate of home price growth will hit 22% in May. That's wow. an incredible jump. For home prices. That would, of course, represent an acceleration in the price growth that we haven't seen before. Beyond May, Zillow foresees only a subtle downturn in the rate of growth. And by February 2023, that year over year, home price growth will be at 17.8%. That's according to Zillow's forecast model. Now, Mind you, Zillow is not the end-all be-all, but they do have a pretty good track record for doing some types of predictions. So just a word of caution, if you're thinking about buying, as rates go up, Randy, we're at about 5 we're seeing it go up and down, five, five and a half predictions by the end of this year. Where do you think Chuck and I and all the other people listening will see rates
0: uh, NMO number two, uh, 26362, I, I think that you'll probably see rates, uh, you know, in uh, mid to low fours.
1: So they're going to come down is what you're saying by the end of the year.
0: Yes, yes. I think they'll come down a half to three quarter of a point uh, okay. to, get, to end up in the mid to low fours. So uh, buyers who
1: are anxiously waiting to get the homes, by the way, homes are coming on the market. I have been swamped over the past month meeting with people, getting plans ready, putting homes on the market. So no, I'm not alone in this, uh, but uh, we do a lot of sales. Just know homes are coming. So just know that there is some light at the end of the tunnel. And the key for you as buyers is to work with a real estate team that has multiple agents who can get you into the home the moment it comes on the market. I'll let that be the last word on that. We'll move forward with questions because we're doing our COVID show, which means, We're not in the studio. We're doing it via Zoom from each of our locations where we are. And so we record these. You can see this show rebroadcast at louisvilleanswers.com. And that's taking you to our YouTube channel, louisvilleanswers.com. Chuck, first question, Tony is an investor and he's getting on in years. And he wrote to the show to warn people. He said he sold two of his homes because he wanted to get out of the landlord business. The price for the homes that Uh, what he sold them for was what he paid for them years before. He just wanted to get out of the, uh, uh, as investors, they would love to get that. But, and see what you know about this, the IRS ended up sending him a tax bill for some $30,000 because of depreciation that he took. So have you heard of this before, that he didn't factor into the depreciation factor? You're up up to speed on this?
2: Uh, Well, I'm not an accountant. Um anything that has to do with taxes, I will inevitably refer them off to a CPA. That's why God created CPAs
1: for taxes. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah. I, I did some checking. Uh one of our agents and I talked about this. And if you claim annual depreciation on your rental, you must pay it back. It's called depreciation recapture. But and he and I both agree you need to talk with an accountant. But yes, be aware of the what the Tax consequences are when you sell. And the best way to do that on this, Tony, is definitely to contact your accountant or whoever does your taxes. Or if you don't have anybody, you do it yourself. You You want to talk to somebody that you trust so that you can get the straight scoop and you don't get a $30,000 tax bill from the yeah. irs
2: all right i get i get questions like that all the time bob and it's like yeah. that's not a legal matter that's a tax matter you need to talk to the guys that do that
1: got it yep lydia writing in randy uh apparently she sold her home she writes uh, should she make her next mortgage payment before the house closes she says we're under contract scheduled to close the 14th of i guess it's going to be april so, if she's under contract, closing April 14th, your thoughts?
2: Uh, no. I, I would uh, go
0: ahead and make
2: – go ahead. Go ahead, Chuck. I was going to say, it, it messes up the, uh, the closing if you go and you make your, your monthly payment prior to closing.
0: Right, right. But if I she's would, late – I would – if it was um, – right, if it's March, Yeah, I understand. Yes, you got to make a March payment, but not April's payment. That is correct because uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm taking it that she wants to know if she should make March payment or, uh, or was well, she, not or
1: she she did wow. ag- indicate she's just scheduled to make her next payment on uh, uh, but uh, the way I took it was the March payment which she should make if she's closing on the 14th because isn't it like the 10th that's you're any later than the 10th you're uh, late on your payment well no, if, you if, if you're
0: 18 days five percent right. yeah uh, yeah uh, the 15th, 15
2: days yeah. And then they uh, charge 5%. Normally, uh, when we get a payoff, we'll include two, three days extra interest. Because uh, we're talking about, what, 25 bucks somewhere in that neck of the woods in general?
1: Yeah.
2: Um uh, it's not a lot of money and we always uh, collect some extra days of interest on a payoff mainly because you can't ever guarantee when they're going to, to post these things so mm-hmm. we get them to check on whatever day it's in the mail room it goes upstairs some Yahoo looks at uh, uh, the date and goes oh wait a minute we're beyond whatever uh the money's refunded uh so you know, it's it's kind of an iffy thing, because if you don't, if you do, uh, you know, it's coming up on the, the 14th or whatever, so you make that payment. If we can't get an extra uh, payoff statement and it's not always easy to do that, then, you know, we still have to collect it, collect the full amount and right. send it in. And then you wait three weeks to get your money back. So the question is, do you want to pay, possibly pay a $25-ish, you know, 20 to 25 to $50 uh, penalty? Or do you want the bank to hold on to an extra payment for three extra weeks? It's, um, you know, it's a, a judgment call on their part.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to go back over to Randy with this question. Logan sent us an email saying he's using an alias and you'll see why he applied for a mortgage with a popular lender, but accidentally left out some key information about the bills he owes. The lender apparently did some sort of check and found out about the bills that were owed and turned him down for a mortgage. Logan is asking if he goes to another lender and is upfront about the bills, upfront and honest about the bills he owes, will the new lender know about the previous indiscretions with the old
0: lender? No, they, they do not know if you were turned down or not. They'll see that there was an inquiry, but they would not know if, if they were approved or if they weren't approved.
1: So if Logan goes to the next lender and they do the inquiry, they say, oh, it looks like you've been shopping around. Is there anything he should say to diffuse any questions from the new lender?
0: No, not at all, because you're allowed to shop you know, okay. like anything else. So, no, it's not anything he would have to do, Bob. Okay, got it. Chuck, you're
1: going to love this next question. When I saw this come in, I, I said, this is Chuck's good question. Michael sent us an email, just moved to St. Matthew from, uh, from the Midwest. And he's wondering if he can legally keep chickens in his backyard. Is there an easy way to determine the answer to that? Chuck?
2: Oh,
0: check with the HOA. See what they have to say about it. Uh, I don't know that they have
1: HOAs. that. I, many
0: St. I have, oh, you I have there, a friend is, who yeah. has chickens in his backyards in St. Matthews. Yes. Yeah. Really? I,
2: yeah. And downtown, yeah. Uh, you can in, in the city of Louisville proper, it's not necessarily forbidden. But just because you're in the city doesn't mean you're not in an HOA. OK. okay. All right. So there, there might be an HOA out there. Uh, pretty much every subdivision will at least have the, the framework for an HOA. Um, and, you know, check with them first. But, uh, yeah, typically if you're in the city, uh, I just remember when I lived down uh, in old Louisville, uh i was awakened by a rooster every morning
1: where where do the farm animals draw the line where uh, are you allowed to put um besides chickens pigs yeah,
2: um, yeah. I'm, I'm betting when you start getting into uh, larger domesticated animals you're going to run into a health a health issue if nothing else uh you have a couple of cows in your backyard down on 3rd street uh my bet is the health department's going to show up and want to know where the waste is going
1: when I did TV oh. on eleven years ago, I worked with a photographer who owned a pig. Yeah. a big a, a big pig, not a little one. It was a big yeah, pig. yeah. So I oh. guess that's legal as well. So all right.
2: Well, I remember uh, getting a call one time from some clients who uh, were uh, uh, claiming that their neighbors. Uh, did not like them because of their ethnicity um, and that this was taking the form of they were calling the police while they were simply having a family barbecue. Uh, what they really? neglected to mention was the animals were also being, shall we say, prepared uh, to leave this life and become barbecued. <laughs> oh, That's when it becomes a health issue. <laughs> we
1: are going to uh, take a break If you want to sign up for our newsletter, go to welovelouisville.com. That will uh, give you a chance at signing up. We put out newsletters twice a month. Also, if you want to see the future of photography, head to louisville3d.com and see what we do with uh, a lot of our listings, louisville3d.com. We will take the break with us and continuing with us to the top of the hour. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360, also Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736, and you can reach me, Bob Sculler, anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
2: This has been a paid advertisement.
1: Need a home loan or refinancing? for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I built the number one brokerage firm in New York City by marketing luxury homes to the most qualified buyers. What makes the difference today in your area? The same thing. Custom marketing to the right buyers. In Louisville, the agents with the best marketing plan are Bob and Greg Ciccola. Their personalized marketing sells more homes for more money. If they can't find the right buyer on your deadline, they will buy it. Get the best marketing for your home. Go to ResellLouisville.com and put more
2: money in your pocket.
1: News Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Ciccola, The Louisville Real Estate Show. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, for your endorsement and friendship. You can see her on Shark Tank and uh, also the commercials that we do with, with Barbara. Uh, with us, in addition to myself, my son, Greg, by the way, off uh, he's actually out shooting because we're really busy getting homes on the market and sold. We've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. They do a great job getting the loan closed. But Chuck also is uh, able to do a variety of other things, including wills. Uh, and as he says, if he doesn't do it, he knows someone who does. You can reach Chuck at four nine nine six three. Six zero. He's a go-to guy for us. He's a great guy. Also, another good guy, a great guy, Randy Rocky Swan Financial. You can reach him six four five zero seven three six. Swan is phenomenal for getting loans closed, and they do a really great job on a daily basis. And you can uh, reach me as I mentioned three seven six five four eight three. Question for you, Randy Jacob, buying a home in an older section of Louisville. He says the house was listed at one hundred ninety-five thousand. The appraiser for his bank appraised the house at one hundred thirty-five thousand. The listing agent says that when she had an appraiser do uh, the appraisal before she listed the house, the appraiser said it was worth one hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. So she's wondering what's the story with discrepancies and why should Jacob what should Jacob do about the discrepancy in the appraisal? Thoughts on that?
0: Well, uh, it, it, as you well know, you can always uh, uh, have the appraiser look at comps that were within the last six months, usually within a mile. And if they show that it's one ninety-five, they just give them the address and what it's sold for, and square footage, and all that. And if it's comparable to the the one that the purchase price at one ninety-five or than one thirty-five, obviously they can use they will change the the value the chances of changing values does not, I mean, it doesn't happen very often, but I'd say one out of 10 times it, it does.
1: Hmm. So they, you can appeal it is what you're saying. The other option right. I would think is go to another lender and get, I think it's going to cost you $400 for an appraisal, a new application. Uh-huh. But at least that way, you, if you really want the house, you get another shot at, uh, at getting the house, getting another right. appraiser's opinion. Obviously one appraiser already appraised it for one ninety five. Hundred ninety five thousand. That was the listing agent's appraiser, but not all appraisers use the same stats or go by the same standards. They, well, I should say, not right. the standards, but more like the stats and the the comps that they pull. So, just to be accurate. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. On this, Chuck Chad is buying his first home. Congrats, Chad. He was advised by his real estate agent to get owner's title insurance. His parents say. You don't need owner's title insurance because the bank has their own insurance on the house. Chad's, Chad is wondering, so who's right with the this between his oh parents? Boy. Yeah. Go ahead, Chuck.
2: I get that. I get that a lot. Uh, they always say, well, the bank's got the title insurance on it. The difference is if you get owner's title insurance, that covers you for your life with some appreciation, covers your heirs if you pass away, that sort of thing. The lender's title insurance disappears, as you pay the loan down, and at no point does it ever cover your equity. Uh, so even if uh, you were expecting something to come up right away, uh, it's never gonna cover your equity in the property. That's we simple. Were- We And you pay your loan down, pay your loan down, it disappears. It never covers you. It only defends the lender. And if the mortgage isn't getting called in, then then you're just hanging out there in the breeze.
1: We were taught in our real estate school, this goes back for me, 2004. And I still remember this to this day. The example that was cited to us Is that years and years ago, turn of the century, the owners of the property adjacent to the zoo, the Louisville Zoo. Uh, you You remember that? Yep. Yeah. So the owners deeded or gave the property to the city with the condition that it be used to expand the zoo. And that was all it could be used
2: for. Well, that's because the the city took the property. It was an eminent domain issue. Oh, uh, the city, yeah, the city took the property, which means they can only use it for the you know quasi governmental purposes that they cited when they took it. Well, the problem is they took you know X amount. Uh, they only used half of the property. And then they sold the rest of it to some developers who then put up some very lovely homes. Then the original owners came back in and said, oh, hey, guys, we want our land back. And thank you so much for building us all these lovely new homes. Uh, The lawsuit went on for, oh, what, the average civil lawsuit, I think is like four years. This went on for somewhere around 11 years. Um, The the end
1: result was what? That
2: the city Um, ended up... There were, two, there were two levels. Uh, at the trial level, uh, the judge said, yeah, sorry guys, you gotta give your houses up, okay? Uh, and then they appealed it. And then the appeals court, you know, did the right thing and said, uh, no, uh, you don't have to give your houses up. Uh, the city has to compensate the people they took the land from uh, in X amount of dollars. The thing is, title insurance in that case didn't have to pay out because property was taken, but they picked up the legal defense. Think about it: an attorney back then was charging two hundred and fifty bucks an hour, mm-hmm. 200, you know, third, you know, whatever an hour uh, for eleven years of defending a lawsuit. Okay, oh, yeah. if you had title insurance, you were fine; the legal bills were all paid. If you didn't have title insurance, you had a second mortgage.
0: Chuck, yeah, Chuck, did you know anything about the Rough River situation as well? Uh, that was not thing. offhand, no. Okay. There, there was a whole red line issue and all the above. It was, it it was, I don't know how it turned out, but it was an absolute disaster. It was, I think it was like 80 to a hundred homes in question. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, if there's going to be an issue like that, it's going to be a large number of homes involved and you never know what a judge is going to do down in the, uh, I say that neck of the woods, I'm, I'm thinking of a particular issue in Washington County uh, where a similar thing happened and the judge allowed evidence, in the trial of, you know, those dowsing rods. Yeah. Uh, They Uh they were claiming there were people buried in this. It was a cemetery and they had people go out with dowsing rods uh, to find, you know, where these people were buried. The judge allowed that stuff. Obviously the court of appeals is gonna kick that, you know, through the field goal. But, you know, title insurance covers not just the cost of losing the property, but the defense, and that's where the value comes in.
1: So anytime you're wondering about whether you should buy title insurance, think of the example with the Louisville Zoo and what happened with the city. Mind you, this was decades ago, but it still holds true. And it's case example for any real estate agent who's going to school, we're told about it.
2: No, I got a million of them.
1: I'm sure. I see it every day. Oh yeah. Matthew is about to sell uh, his home. He said he had, uh, he writing, he's writing us. He's telling us that he's going to buy a new home, but the last time he bought a house, he had to jump through hoops because his credit wasn't good. And he had some loans that were a little, a little delinquent. He writes a little delinquent. He says (laughs) A a little delinquent. He says he's worked on his credit, paid off some bills. He's wondering what else he should do to prepare for finding a loan for a new home. Is there anything else in your mind, Randy?
0: Uh, Yes. Uh, Have someone like me pull your credit. It's very important you have someone who is actually going to do the home process to pull the credit, and then you could put a strategy together on what else needs to be done to get your credit score up. And uh, I get my credit pulled every three to four months, my wife and Uh, I. You know, because people say, oh, your credit's going to drop and all that. I don't know if that's true or not. it, It hasn't. Uh, and because I'm getting a home mortgage. If you're looking at getting 90 days same as cash and all that, sure it could affect it one way or another. Uh, but I, I, I cannot emphasize enough to have uh, be very proactive in that. I pull my kids' credit. Uh, we we're, we're very serious about it.
1: You're and there's you can order a free credit report. How often?
0: I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan of those. Uh, okay. I don't right. think they're accurate, and and I just don't think they do a very good job. You really need to get with a company that
1: does loans. So Matthew, in a little bit, I'm going to give out Randy's phone number. You want to jot that down, give him a call, ask him, meet with him and find out what uh, they can do for you to help. Chuck, Anthony, planning on selling his house this year. He's concerned about finding his next house. He wonders if he can sell his house, rent back from the buyer. And if so, what type of language does he need in the contract to make that happen? Well, from a standpoint of, For us as agents, we do that on a regular basis where within the contract, we negotiate it where you're able to stay in the house, rent it back from the buyer and um, from the new buyer, the new owner. And people will do that these days because there are very few homes on the market. But from a legal standpoint, Chuck, what wording needs to go into a contract to protect?
2: It's not just the wording. It's also the type of loan. OK, and a cash deal. Sure, you can do that all day long, uh, but it depends on the length of time and the type of loan the buyer has. If the buyer's doing a KHC deal, uh, he's got to get into that property fairly quickly. OK, we're not talking 10-day date of deed. Usually when I see that uh, issue, it's they're wanting to stay three, four months afterwards. And, you know, that 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 just would probably be an automatic violation uh, of the mortgage uh, and 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 that sort of thing. Now, if it's not, well, just put it in there that, uh, um, you know, there's going to be a period post-closing uh, of, post-closing possession and we can draw up a post-closing possession agreement, uh, but you want to put all the terms in. Okay. Uh, Cause you know, if you say that they'll be allowed to stay and terms to be decided later, well, what if you don't, what if you can't come to uh, terms later? Right. Uh, right. You want everything carved in stone in the lease, or I'm sorry, in the contract, but then you want to create a document other than the uh, uh, the contract. That incorporates all that. So at closing, have either a lease or a post-closing possession agreement drawn up, which is a lease by any other name.
1: Things like uh, how long you're going to be in there with a specific finite date that you're going to move out, and things like
2: you want a a definite date when it's all up, because otherwise, you know, if if you all don't agree, you're going to have to go and evict them, and you're going to have to a have something showing the terms, uh, and b uh, it's going to take you a while. Uh, so just cut that out altogether.
1: Not only rent back fees, but also if you don't move out, what's the penalty in the involved yeah. if you don't move out? Things like that. Yeah, yeah, we got that. That that that's good advice. Question here: Randy William wrote us saying he is considering buying a second home on the lake that's in his area. What does he need to do to prepare to get a mortgage on a lake property? And what does the mortgage company look at in terms of income and credit score? So this is a second home uh, on a lake. So a lake second property
0: uh, uh unfortunately second homes now uh they they've really raised the rates on them uh but you can still get them done it's just they look at we look at debt to income ratio and credit score he wants a credit score at least 640 we really would like to have it 720 or above but it can absolutely be done
1: we have time for one more question Carrie writing in, she put a contract in on a home last November, but she got worried because the payments were going to be too high, so she backed away from the contract by simply having a termite inspection, and last week, she put another offer in on another house, we heard this once before, a different case, but got cold feet and decided to back off again, at this time she was told in order to back away she'd have to have a full inspection on the house, but that's because of changes, Chuck, what were the changes to the contract that uh, she doesn't know. It used yeah. to
2: be all you had to do was show some kind of a, uh, oh, hey, I don't like this or or whatever. It was more subjective. Now you've got to have uh, a, an actual licensed uh, professional go out and do a um, uh, an inspection and that be the basis. Uh, so it's not just the whole, yeah, I changed my mind. Now you have to actually have something to back it up a little bit. You just can't say, I don't like the place. I don't like the place because (laughs) I think what the ultimate end all be all
1: is that they want to make the buyer have some skin in the game before they decide to pull out. In other words, they're paying for a home inspection as opposed to just being able to pull out. I think that's the intent. All right. We are out of time. My thanks to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Thank you, gentlemen. You can reach me. We can come Thank out you. and talk about uh, plans, how to get the home on the market, what needs to be or not done, and uh, come up with a path. It's free, no obligation, 376-5483, or go to com or sellmyhomebob.com, or email me, bob at Louisville.com. Guys, thanks again. Thank you all for uh, being there. You can Hopefully, see us next week, Sunday, 8 30 a.m., right here on News Radio 840, WHAS.